Wait, who? Man, good thing we're doing this on the podcast. I love this. Did you not catch that? The owls? <laughs> yeah, the owls. <laughs> the, who? The, what? Who? Who? Oh, owls. fuck you. Fuck you, I hate <laughs> Yo, hey, what's up, man? Check out the new Confidently Unqualified podcast. Welcome back to Confidently Unqualified, episode seven. Yeah, episode seven, baby. So, the first thing I want to say is spring is back. Spring is Mm. here. I don't know why I said spring is back. It comes back every year. Spring is here, dude. Today was gorgeous. Oh, my God. Gorgeous out today. We were doing yard work all day. I was doing the yard work, and I was like, this is so therapeutic. Like, do you guys have anything else you want me to do? Because I want to keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's it's, shorts weather is also here. I'm excited about that. I know you, you wear shorts all year round, though, don't you? Yeah, even in winter, I wear shorts. Like, that's not really a big thing for me. Yeah, you're an animal. But for the normal people, <laughs> it's officially almost shorts weather. We always get this little fuckery where it's like really nice and then we may get like some snow or something in two weeks, but other than that, I'm stoked about the weather. Yeah. I mean the weather is awesome. Just everything we got going on the in the world right now is awesome. I mean, we got the women's tournament, we got so much NFL news we got going on. Yeah, um, Caitlin Clark, man. Is she the GOAT? Dude, I love watching her play. Um, I, so, some fun things that I read up on about her is that um, the highest point triple-double in women's tournament history, she was the first 30-point and 40-point triple-double in tournament history, in women's tournament wow. history. Yeah. And it was in the same so- game. That's crazy. So I was looking at, um, yeah, her last three games, she scored 31, 41, and 41. Did you catch how much she scored today? I didn't see the... No, I didn't see how much she scored today. Yeah. But I am sad. It was. It would have been fun to watch her win. Um, too bad LSU had to upset them. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, LSU sure. was the favorites, weren't they? Or was Iowa the favorites? I don't know. I just like watching uh, the clips on Twitter of Caitlin Clark because she's... She's dominant. Did you see, so I, did you see she did the John Cena face? Well, yeah, yeah, she did, she did it, yeah. and then the LSU chick did it back, and I couldn't believe how much controversy was controversy there was over that on Twitter. Um, but I had a couple stats that so she hold she just broke a couple records. The first one was most points in an NCAA tournament with 193. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Most assists in a women's tournament, even more wild. Because, like, she's doing both. And then also most threes in a, a single title game with eight. That Eight is a lot, dude. Yeah, Sydney no, League, eight's, I'm eight's stoked crazy. if I score, like, four. I'm like, that was a good <laughs> night. Yeah, I mean, just everything about her. Like, she's just electric for her team. Um, and she, like, knows how to, like, play basketball. I feel like sometimes when I watch the women's games, they don't really, like, yeah, obviously they're playing D1 and they could probably 
kick my ass at basketball any day. But <laughs> compared to the men, it f- seems like they don't like play basketball. They play basketball, but they don't play basketball. Does that make sense? <laughs> makes perfect sense. I think everybody understands that. <laughs> no, it's cool to see a uh, female athlete, you know, take headlines and kind of cover, you know, uh, not cover. I just, I appreciate it because I think women's athletics gets a, a bad rap and no one really tunes in. So it's cool to see, you know, a dominant player, um, you know, kind of take over. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, the uh, men's tournament is starting to heat up too. Um San Diego State and UConn facing off, dude. It's going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, San Diego State surprised me because everybody was talking about how the Mountain West is not a good division um, in college basketball. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, the first day of March Madness, I'm picking the 12 to upset them. And, you know, or they're not Um, even going to get out of the second round. And here they are. Don't mean to cut you off, but... Caitlin Clark had 30 points, 8 assists, and 2 rebounds today. Damn, so 30. So she went 31, 41, 41, 30. That's insane, dude. Good for her. I mean, even for the men's tournament, that has to be, like, one of the best performances we've seen in March Madness. That's a really good point. I wonder uh, how you can compare the two. We'll have to look into that and be the first podcast to do so. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Um, so back to San Diego State. I did some uh, stat look up on them for the season. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down like the most uh, like stats that were like just crazy. So their average points per game was seventy one and a half, and their opponents were sixty three point one. So they were outscoring their opponents on average by eight points, which is in basketball that seems like a pretty big difference because you got all these like huge games that are like coming down to the final seconds, and they're beating most of their opponents by eight points. Yeah. I I wish I would have known that you were going to be so San Diego State heavy so that I could have went UConn heavy because if that's San Diego State's point differential, UConn's has to be in the 20s. Yeah, no, they UConn's has to be every crazy. team out. Other than uh, they had one game, I don't know if it was the first or second round where they only won by one or uh, two or something like that. But every other game they've won by like 13 or more. Uh, but, UConn has? Yeah, UConn. Um, and is that in the tournament or is that throughout the whole season? Uh, in the tournament, tournament in alone. Tournament, I don't even. Yeah. Give, I don't give a shit about the season. I just know <laughs> the games I watched. UConn's yeah. just blowing everyone out. Um. Yeah. No. UConn is like they have. Um. They feel like put together. Um. Isn't San Diego State more of like an uh, inside team? They don't really shoot a lot. They are like inside. Um. Yeah. I don't think they've ever played outside. I think they typically <laughs> play in a gym. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, outdoor stadiums aren't really <laughs> big in college basketball. <laughs> yeah, contrary to what you might think. No, yeah, I'm not sure too much. Um, yeah, I don't think they shoot much or, uh, or you know, shoot from three too much. But so hey, looking at qualified, I don't have a clue. <laughs> looking at UConn over the season, their average points per game were 78.6 and their opponents were 64.3. So they were 14 so point 14. differential. Yeah, that's that's insane. And it, the point differential might even be higher in the tournament, which is crazy. Yeah, in the tournament, it probably is higher because they've been killing all the opponents they play. Yeah, so it'll be a four, four versus a five seed in the championship, which I think is cool. 
Oh, okay. So their average assists per game are 10 more assists than their opponents. Hmm. So they uh, better and, better team basketball. Yeah, San Diego State was only three. Hmm. So that'll be an interesting championship. Um, I have been riding San Diego State the whole time. Uh, I've, I made four brackets. Sadly picked Arizona for two of them, but... Uh, nice. <laughs> I got San Diego State in one and UConn in the other. So we'll see which which uh, yeah. bracket does better. <laughs> so every year brackets seem to, you know, take a shit early on. But in the end, it always ends up being chalk. This has to be the worst brackets we've ever seen. There was a nine seed, a five seed, a four seed, and another five seed, I believe. Uh, yeah, and Alabama was a one seed, and they were like supposed to be the top dogs this year. And who who ended up beating them? Was it San Diego State? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think so. Probably <laughs> <Is laughs> qualified. Yeah, I think it was uh, San Diego State. Yeah, I mean, we'll or find no, out. No, I'm no, sure no, no. the people Florida listening Atlantic. will tell. Wasn't it Florida? Atlantic? Oh yeah, it was FAU. Yep. Yeah, the Owls. Wait, who? Man, good thing we're doing this on the podcast. I love this. Did you not catch that? The Owls. Yeah, the owls. <laughs> the, Who? The, what? Who? Who? Owls. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> Dude, you got me good. I was like, okay. what do you mean? Who? Like, what does I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to figure out oh, what you were man. doing. <laughs> so speaking of uh, the number four, um, the Indianap- Indianapolis Colts have the fourth overall pick this year. And mm-hmm. reports are that they are in love with Will Levis. Yep. I mean, and who couldn't be? He's a heartthrob. Have you seen any pictures of him? Dude, some people are saying he's too jacked. Yeah. Some people are saying he's too strong. Yeah. Yeah, you can't throw the football good if you're, you know, <laughs> your chest is too big. So I bringing up the Colts, I wanted to start this uh, new segment kind of when we talk about sports teams. Um, okay. So Colts. Rebuild or reload this year? What are they doing? Mm. Um, I would say. Oh man, that's this is good. I would say reload because they have reload. a lot of talent on the defensive side. Um, they got a new coach. Uh, yeah, that's tough though because a new coach and a new quarterback coming in, you would think that that means rebuild. Um, yeah, but, but it luckily, seems like they have too much talent to be a rebuilding team. It seems like that, and I feel like they have uh, pieces that a lot of teams that are drafting high quarterbacks don't really have. Exactly. Um, Like, they have a fantastic running back. They have a decent receiving core. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor didn't look great this year, but, I mean, his stats from previous years, the way he plays. Yeah, he's still still amazing. Their defense is good, so I feel like um, they obviously have spots that they need to – um, bolster this offseason, but they have more weapons than most teams that are drafting quarterbacks in the first round. Right. That's a really good point. I think in the, just say, just the top 10, I think in terms of offense, or, or no, uh, talent on a roster, I think the Colts are up there. Yep. Um, they, yeah, I mean, they've kind of been relying on washed-up quarterbacks the past few years. So they right. need to kind of reassess what they're doing. And I think bringing in that new head coach, I think he uh, kind of helped them reassess <laughs> and reevaluated like the talent that needs to be at quarterback. Right. Yeah. So that will be interesting. I think, uh, all right, quick 
top five mock draft, I think either Stroud or Bryce Young goes number one. Or no, Stroud and Young go one and two. Yep. Unless some crazy thing happens where the Panthers take Richardson, which I don't see happening, but you never know. Um, And then at the third pick, if that gets traded, that's what's scary. So I also read a report, and this is all just rumors, that the Titans were interested in trading up to number three with the Cardinals. Trade Derrick Henry? (laughs) Because there's been rumors about them trading Derrick Henry. Maybe. I think they would have to get... Yeah, they'd have to obviously have a haul of picks, but the Cardinals' new GM is from the Titans. So there's that connection there. Um, They could be... Obviously, Ryan Tannehill is not the future. They can't get past the first round of playoffs with him. I think they could be looking at... I don't know. If Stroud and Young are gone, who do they come up and get? Levis? Or do they take a shot at Richardson? Who knows? But that's going to be... That would be crazy. That's why those rumors like there that is really a team the, to, the pumping. I feel like there are teams that are going to take shots on Richardson, but I don't think it's the Titans. I feel like with how the Titans draft and how they play, they wouldn't take a shot on someone like Richardson. Yeah. Here's a I feel like, one for you. I feel like it's just too safe for the Titans organization. Titans or it's not safe enough. Where, yeah, Titans stay where they're at in the draft and take Hendon Hooker. Stays in Tennessee. Interesting. Love it. So Hendon Hooker is one of my favorite quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, he's not first round potential, but I think for his value, I feel like he's one of the higher valued quarterbacks just because of where he's like projected to get picked. I feel like the talent at that position isn't nearly as, or not the talent, the talent at that draft number isn't as high as his talent. I just really like Hendon Hooker and I thought he had a great college career. So I feel like the value that teams would get out of him in the second or third round is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think uh, I've also yeah been reading reports that he's his draft stock has uh, increased. He, he might go in the first round. In fact, I read somewhere I that someone said that he they would be shocked if he didn't, you know, if he made it to the second round. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, I know, yeah, someone might take a shot on him maybe in the later part of the I know he round. has a connection with one of the Saints coaches and the Saints – were very heavy on him during this offseason and during his uh, college career. So I feel like um, the Saints would draft him if the player that they're looking for isn't available. I don't know, man. That feels like wishful thinking. It is wishful thinking because I love Derek Carr for the next four years. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Derek Carr isn't forever. Hendon Hooker is. I hurt you, Hendon Hooker, if you're listening. Hey, let it. Let a player, or yeah, let a kid dream. If you want him to go to the Saints, manifest it. <laughs> Wish it into existence, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, so with, uh, that, Yannick Nagoku went to the 49ers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just keep Electric. loading. I think him that, and Deion Jones were some of the best uh, available free agents still, so I feel like that was a great pickup for the Niners. Yeah. No, Yannick was definitely one of the good, um, good free agents available. I'm so surprised how the Niners... They already have a juggernaut of a defensive line, and now it gets even better. <laughs> they're still, yeah, they're still building it. <laughs> it's nuts. It's like, where's he even going to fit in? Yeah, I mean, if you evaluate the 49ers and you're looking at their offseason, no shot in hell, you're like, I think they need to build their D-line. <laughs> yeah. There's exactly. no shot any analyst ever thought that. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think getting Javon Hargrave was the biggest splash, and then just adding more depth with a, a really good veteran and Yannick Ngakwe, that's... That's nuts. The rich get richer. The rich get richer. Yep. (laughs) 
So uh, I got something from mom. She commented on one of our uh, podcasts and said she, I had mentioned in the last episode that uh, Deion Sanders was on my Mount Rushmore of favorite football players of all time. Okay. Um, so I want to know yours and then I'll tell you mine. And I struggled really bad with this one because I couldn't come up with just four. Mine was hard as well. Um, I tried going players that are multi-generational rather than more players that are in the league now. Um, Because obviously I have favorite players now and favorite players like of all time. Um, Okay. So I decided I went with the favorite players of all time list, Mount Rushmore, rather than favorite players of um, today's NFL. So I went with uh, Drew Brees. He's on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Ooh, okay. Um, Tony Gonzalez. That's interesting. Zach Martin. Zach Martin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's good. He's though. one of my favorites. I like that. Um, I remember in high school um, watching him, his, I believe it was Notre Dame. I believe he went to Notre Dame. Um, watching his Notre Dame highlights, watching him on the Cowboys. He was always something that I always wanted to model, like me playing football after. Obviously, I was never at that level, but I always tried playing like him. (laughs) Um, He was always um, undersized um, for his position. Um, Not hugely undersized, but he was undersized for his position, which was me throughout my playing career. Yeah, he wasn't the prototypical size. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was kind of like me throughout my playing career, so I always wanted to kind of try playing like him uh so yeah that rounds out my mount rushmore interesting i'm surprised you left off demario davis dude i was debating between him and zach martin i swear to god when i was putting this together demario davis has only so the reason i went with zach martin is because he has more of an emotional connection to me demario davis um has only been my favorite for the past like four or five years Um, okay he, I just love everything Demario Davis stands for, and the way he plays on the field really backs up how he is a leader in the Saints locker room right now, and how um, he conducts himself off the field. So Demario Davis, if there was a fifth spot on Mount Rushmore, Demario Davis would be my fifth. <laughs> Interesting. I also struggled with mine um, because initially they were all Falcons, and I was like, okay. I can't do that. So the quick Mount Rushmore for me was Deion Sanders, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Michael Vick. Those are all Falcons. I can't do that. So I'm going to So can do... I tell you my first Go list ahead. was all Saints, and I was like, I can't do that. So I, yeah, <laughs> I so, rounded it out. So that, okay, yeah. So my favorite non-Falcons football players, and I'm still going to have Deion Sanders up there just because he wasn't just a Falcon and because that's what started this whole debate was that I'd put him on my Mount Rushmore. So he's number one. Number two is Odell. Okay. I've, I've always, like, he. I think he came into the league in, like, 2014. So yep. I was, like, just out of high school. But I always, like, loved his style of play. And um, in my later days of playing, uh, you know, uh, semi-pro football and then flag football, I still, like, I, I try and model after Odell. I think he's just an electric player. Um, growing up, I also loved Steve Smith. So I'm putting Steve Smith on my, on my, uh, Mount Rushmore. He was Smith. tough because he played for the Panthers and I fucking hate the Panthers, but the undersized, 
shit talking. Just he will size you up pound for pound. One of the best football players of all time. And, and trash talking. He was like the Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and Kobe of he the had, NFL. <laughs> yeah, he Just had the that trash chip talking. on his shoulder. Like, ice up son is like one of my favorite quotes. Like, I just, I love Steve Smith. <laughs> um, and this last one I really struggled with because I have a lot of players that could make the list. And I, <laughs> I'm not even proud of this one, but it, it was someone who I always loved watching play back in like the, um, Super Bowl days of the uh, Seahawks back in like the 2015 era. Sean Alexander, Doug Baldwin, Doug that, fucking it's a Baldwin. Weird one. <laughs> it's a weird one, but he's the same thing. He's kind of similar to the the Steve Smith, where he was undersized, he was undrafted, he was doubted, and that dude was such a terrific route runner. Made like some electrifying one handed catches in his career. Was a big part of the Super Bowl teams. Uh, just kind of a guy that, that was never an elite. That is I would have thought you would put. I know, I know. I I had so many players. You want to know another one I had? This is good podcast material. Ahmad Bradshaw. I hate you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> when Ahmad you Bradshaw? Ask yourself, when you ask I don't even know what yourself, team he played for. <laughs> when you ask yourself who's on your Mount Rushmore, these are just the first names that came to my mind. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. <laughs> Ahmad Bradshaw ran so angry. You know who he kind of like who kind of reminds me of him now is Isaiah Pacheco. Where everyone oh, really? looks like they are pissed off at the ground and they're yeah. stomping their feet as hard as they can, running as hard as they can. So running one like of, one of the favorite coaches that I've ever like um like watched videos on, like heard them talk uh, when they talk about how they recruit their running backs is relentless running. And, and that, that's kind of what you're describing. Pacheco. R- yeah. Yep. Running relentless, relentless running. Crazy. I, I encourage you uh, as someone who uh, – I know you're going to love this. I encourage you to watch some Ahmad Bradshaw highlights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm kidding, but man, could you imagine? All four of them? Wow. No, he was good back in the day. No, there was the Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was Brandon Jacobs, uh, Ahmad Bradshaw, and who? There was one other guy. I can't remember. His, I think his last name was Ward. Uh, but they had yeah, it was Earth, Wind, and Fire. So Earth was Brandon Jacobs because he was like the ground and pound, like two seventy, just beast of a running back. And then you had the Fire, who was the uh, Ward. I can't remember his first name. And then uh, Wind was my Bradshaw because he was just so like shifty and fast and oh, kind yeah. of undersized and he was electric, dude. So my first list that I came up with before I deleted some of them <laughs> was Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham, Reggie Bush, and Marcus Colston. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, <laughs> I absolutely have Matt Ryan on my Mount Rushmore. He's been the quarterback for like most of my adult life for my favorite team. Um he never won Matty the big Ice. one. He got there, but just a stand-up guy, put up great stats, always, um, I, f- I would say, underrated. I think a lot of people think that he isn't in the conversation for the Hall of Fame, and I think he's a borderline um, you know, first ballot, if not a first ballot Hall of Famer. And my friends are going to love to hear that because they love to razz me on that one. Um, <laughs> but fuck it. Yeah, Cody and Dylan love razzing me on everything that I say. Yep, that's true. Fuck you guys if you're listening. <laughs> Fuck of course you guys. You guys friends. ain't podcasting, pussies. 
<laughs> All right. That brings me to a question I had to spark a conversation because that's what you do when you podcast, right? Absolutely. I need to know. I just need to clear the air if I'm weird or if this is normal or if we're both weird. So here it goes. I got to get this off my chest. Do you choose your underwear based on what you're doing for that day? And follow up a question. Do you have different materials, like different underwear (laughs) with different materials? (laughs) No, I have 30 pairs of the exact same underwear and three different colors. (laughs) You're joking. I have black, blue, and gray, all the same underwear, all the same brand. You're joking. Are you being serious? I'm being dead ass. Yeah. No, they're all the same brand. It's my favorite champion. Love it. Um, boxer briefs. They're the freaking best. I won't wear anything How does it else. feel to they're have so your life comfy. put together? Dude, it feels fantastic. You know, I'm very organized with my clothing. Dude, yesterday I wore a pair of underwear that I wore in high school. That's tragic. I I don't wear them con- like consistently. They're like my... Uh, I forgot to do laundry turn. or like... No, they're like the... Oh, this is the only pair I have left because all my other ones are dirty. <laughs> it's like that emergency pair. Yeah. See, mine is mine is the blue champions. Those are my laundry day. I don't have anything else. My okay, black ones so, and gray ones are every other day. So just so you understand, when I open the underwear drawer every morning, I have <clears throat> I have a conundrum every time. I go, okay, am I going to be doing some physical work today? Is this going to be more of a... Um, sit in the office and do paperwork kind of day because I have like more active underwear and then I have ones that are like just some cotton the ball material and some, and some keep them tight. Yeah. And sometimes if I know I'm going to be sweating, I don't want to be wearing the cotton cause then it gets all drenched for the rest of the day. Um, <clears throat> I I'm think it's so happy. Bite the I bullet. don't have to think about this every time I put on underwear. I, I, I think now that I'm almost 29 years old, it's time to bite the bullet and just get like, just order like four packs of my favorite underwear and just and do what you're what you've been doing and just wear the same ones every day and just have one less thing to think about in the morning it's exactly what you have to do i wear the champions every day they're my favorite brand it's just fantastic knowing that i have the same comfortability every single day and this is not a sponsor this is not an ad even though it sounds like free ads yeah i uh I just need to spend, I, they're kind of expensive. It's like a four packs, like 20 bucks. I just need to spend the $40 and just be comfortable every day. Yep. Live your best life, dude. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's unfortunate. I was really hoping you would agree with me on that one. No, not at all. Actually. I hate that you do that. And I <laughs> hope that you seek help. <laughs> you hate that I do that. That's well, that's fun. I that's fun. fun. <laughs> to have like, you have something to look forward to. Like, oh, I'm wearing the good underwear today, dude. I have something to look forward Today's to of day. being comfortable in my underwear every day. <laughs> yeah, you just treat yourself every day. That means you don't know what it's like to have hardship because you're constantly comfortable down there. I mean, there are those times since I travel a lot where I accidentally pack one less underwear, so I'm like, well, going commando on the plane. Yeah, well, you don't know how to handle adversity like I do. I just said I go commando on planes. How is that not handling adversity? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. All right. <clears throat> it's time to so, finish up with our favorite segment. Well, my favorite segment is it? Fives only, baby. 
Is it your favorite segment? Because I get butterflies every time. So I really like Fill My Cup. That one's my favorite. Um, okay. Yeah. I like that it can go any way depending on what news articles are out right now. But I also really mm-hmm. like this segment. I feel like it's fun, especially if you come up with the topics on this one. So it's um, fun seeing what topics that you come up with. Right. So uh, like speaking of segments. weird topic. I had no idea that you were going to come yeah. up with this one. So speaking of segments, uh, let's just tease that this Thursday we're going to have a new segment. We weren't going to say what it's called or anything, but just that's something to look forward to. Okay. All right. Anyway, positive fives only. Go ahead. What's the <laughs> uh, what's the subject? Logos. Logos. See, I texted you when I was making this list. Um, like team logos, company logos, whatever. You said have at it. So I have at it. Any logo in the world. Now, if it's not one that I've heard of or seen, you may have to send me a picture or post the picture for the people to see if they haven't seen it. Um, But if it's a creative logo or a logo you love, why leave it off the list? Okay. I love it. Okay. And then one uh, new uh, stipulation I want to hear your feedback on. Our lovely Aunt Courtney said that we should do uh, the count countdown. Or not countdown, count count up, where we yep. go with our fifth, fourth, third, second, first. Which so, I don't know why we weren't doing this whole fucking time when she said that. No, I, was I like, know, dude, we're so dumb. No, it's just one of those things that uh, you know we can't think of everything. We can't be creative on everything, and everybody. I don't know. That's getting way too deep. I was gonna say everybody has a different creative thought process, and this was just a really creative uh, thing we didn't think of. Yep. <laughs> All right. You go first. All right. Rounding it off with my number five. Yep. Uh, Tesla. Okay. I love Tesla's sleek logo. It's a simple T, but it's very, like, uh, unique to their brand of, like, how they designed the T. I like the rounded top and the – it comes to, like, a point at the bottom. I just – I love how the logo looks. love how they tie Tesla into just a simple T logo. Not many companies yeah. do that. So I really like Tesla logo. Yeah, and I feel like the T is almost like it looks aerodynamic, which is kind of what their cars are all about and futuristic, you know. So that's a that's a good number five. Thank you. All right. My number five. The Kawhi Leonard logo. Have you seen it? Oh the claw. <laughs> I was like So I wish I had this thing queued up. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Kawhi Leonard, but his logo is sick. Have you seen it? Yes, it is. It looks like a hand. Amazing. And the pinky and the ring finger down to the palm look like a K. Then you get the middle finger to the uh, thumb look like an L. And then the index finger is a two because he's number two. So it's KL Kawhi Leonard number two. Just an absolutely whoever the graphic designer was on that. They deserve a raise. Incredible logo. Yeah, if you haven't seen deserve it, deserve a raise for sure. Yep. So that's my number five. Okay. Um, if you check your text messages, I sent you uh, my next logo. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Modesto Nuts. Um, <laughs> they're a single this is, A dude, baseball this is team sick. in uh-huh. Modesto, California. Do you see it? Yes. 
Isn't that That's amazing? That's a sick logo. So it looks like a, an almond and a walnut. Yes, it's an almond Dude. and a walnut, and they both have baseball caps. One has a bat that. and one has a baseball. <laughs> That's a great logo. How did you find that? Dude, um, so Leilani's dad is uh, very big into baseball. Okay. And when we were at the World Baseball Classic, uh, one of the players on, I think it was Great Britain, uh, plays on the Modesto Nuts, but his um, parents are from the UK, so technically he's allowed to play on the Great Britain national team. Um, (laughs) But it was showing him on the big screen. I was like, Modesto Nuts? What the hell is that? So I looked it up, and that was the first thing that popped up, and I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. My number four. This is tough to put at number four because I love it so much. The Diamondbacks DB logo. Oh, dude. I even you know love the Diamondbacks. About? Yes, I love that logo. And I also love the A with the snake that wraps around it. Yeah, so that one's cool. The one I'm talking about, the Diamondbacks, it looks like a snake head. The DB for Diamondbacks, it's just an awesome logo. I don't know why they. Yeah, no, I don't know if they still logo. if they still use it or not, but they should never get rid of it ever. They shouldn't. No, it's uh, again graphic designer, fantastic. That's why you guys. That's why we have these lists. Honestly, we're trying to get. Yeah, these graphic I was gonna say we could probably say that about all these guys. <laughs> yeah, just we're just basically giving shout outs to all these guys. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Girls. Your number okay. three. Yep, I love that I just, you have to text me all these. <laughs> So, <laughs> I just texted you the next one, because I'm very positive you haven't seen this one either. Uh, this one's Virgin Galactic, um, which is Richard Branson's space company. Uh-huh. Um, so, it's Virgin, and the iris of an eye, that also kind of looks like a planet in a solar system. Um, and then it has Galactic oh, underneath, okay. but... Uh, so, it looks like a planet in a solar system with a sun peeking around the side, but it's also, it looks it's like virgin eye. in the iris of an eye. So, oh, wow. it, it has, like, a double meaning, and they both are very, like, in the iris of an eye, is catching everyone's attention, it appeals mm-hmm. to everyone, or they're a space company, they're um, building rockets, they're launching to space, it's a planet in a solar system with a sun peeking around the edge. So, I like the I like double meaning of it a lot. I like it. A lot of layers. Yeah. yeah. It's like an onion. It's got layers. Hell yeah. It's like an ogre. <laughs> Ogres have... Anyway, uh, okay. Ogres have layers. <laughs> My number three. I like how you went with ones that no one's ever fucking seen or heard of. Mine are all... Maybe the Kawhi one. But anyway. My number three. <laughs> Baskin Robbins. Dude. 31 Flavors. They incorporate 31 Flavors into their logo. Yes. Where the Baskin... Uh, you know, the B and the R... Yep. Both have the three and the one. Oh, it's just so creative. The I remember when they first curvy humps on the B are the three, and then the straight arm of the R is the one. That is great. Yeah, that is a great description by you. Um, Thank yeah, you. big fan. So did you see they just recently changed their logo? They still yeah, have the same concept it. where it's like got the three and the one and the B and the R. Oh, okay. But the one with the like blue and the pink and the more exciting that they got rid of, it's so much better than this new one. Go look up the new one. It almost looks like they're like, like trying to cop Dunkin' Donuts style or something. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> trying to cop Dunkin' Donuts. Well, um, the company I work for is doing this as well. Um, every brand in the U.S. right now, basically, 
is switching to the simplistic logo. Um, yeah, I just looked up the Baskin Robbins one. That one sucks ass. Uh, yeah, Baskin Robbins so PR would be better. Yeah. Um, uh, all the big brands in the U.S. are kind of switching to the simplistic um, design. So, like, uh, one of the biggest things is, or one of the biggest examples is McDonald's. Uh, they're get ridding, They're getting rid of the McDonald's like lettering on all of their restaurants, and they're only putting the golden arches. Hmm. Um, Taco Bell's getting rid of all the Taco Bell, and they're leaving the bell. Starbucks is getting rid of Starbucks. They're just leaving the angel. Um, the company I work for is getting rid of their lo- um, their name and just leaving a smiley face sticker, which is on every single cup. So yeah. it's kind of a minimalistic, simplistic. Uh, logo to identify the brand that all the companies are switching to right now. Yeah. There must be some analytics behind that on like what draws the eye or something. So the, there is analytics behind it is that it's more memorable or it, um, you think about it more often when it's just the logo rather than the name. Hmm. Um, so it's, you're more likely to think about the logo again than you are to think about the name again. So it technically is supposed to drive more business. It's supposed to help drive business more um, and repeat customers more often because they think about the logo subliminally. Got it. All right. So Baskin Robbins, that's my number three. Okay. Um, So my number two, I'm texting it to you. (laughs) This is the last one I have to text you. (laughs) Uh, Oh, is your number one going to be? It's pretty popular. Awesome. Uh, Kona Coffee is my number two. Um, okay. If you've never seen Kona Coffee, uh, it's actually the most expensive coffee in the world per pound. Um, but Kona Coffee, their logo is super awesome. It's coffee beans in the shape of the Hawaii flower, uh, the state flower. Um, so it's um, very it like ties to their roots of being founded in Hawaii. So Kona mm-hmm. Coffee with the coffee beans. They're a coffee company. They produce the best coffee in the world. So uh, have you the had logo it? really ties it all in together. I have not had it, unfortunately. I wish I have. But it's so expensive per pound because of how high quality it is and also to ship it. And it's small batch coffee. So uh, they don't produce it in huge quantities. Um, so it's a little bit more. It's still common, but it's less common than other brands. Interesting. All right. My number two, the Hartford Whalers. Whalers. No. <laughs> Google it, buddy. This logo is so sick. I can't it's believe got, you're making me Google these. I sent them to okay, you. Okay, so Hartford H, Whalers W. It's got an H, a W, and a whale's tail all in the logo. What the fuck? Oh, they're a hockey team? Yes. <laughs> That logo is so sick. I've seen it on a hat before, and I've almost just got the hat just because I thought the logo was so cool. That is actually a really cool logo. You see the H and then the W yeah. and then the whale's tail. It's so sick. Oh, I didn't even notice the H. Oh, my God. That's cool. Exactly. There's exactly. There's so many layers this one, too. <laughs> so, yeah, clear number two for me. And I'm stoked about my number is. one. It's, it's, it's uh... anyway, go ahead. <laughs> feel bad for all the listeners that are going to have to go look up these brands. <laughs> all the logos no, that's brands. good fan engagement. Yeah. Uh, well, my number one, Apple. I mean, you can't beat it. 
They're oh, iconic. Boo. I know. The just like the bite of the apple is the stem that's on top, and then when you move the stem into the bite, it fills the apple. I don't know. It's smart logo. It's worldwide. It's the highest that's valued company in the world. It's yeah. Apples. They're my favorite logo. I love their logo. Just no creativity. Fuck you, you're, dude. You're unbelievable. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I the sent listeners you back three with this logos one. that you've never seen before. You can't call my list anything but unique. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the listeners back with this one. This has to be the best logo I've ever seen. I have always been a fan. The Washington State Cougars. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic logo. W to S. I don't even have to look it up. It's amazing. And it's in the shape of a cougar's head. And it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. All of these ones we keep saying, like, the creativity from the guy, they deserve a raise. This one, I don't understand how the person made it work out of a cougar's head. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, all it takes is one second you're looking at something and you are like, Hey, what if I do this? I mean, it's really just like a split second thought that turns into that. I mean, that's kind of what all these iconic logo that that podcasters start talking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Did you have any uh, um, honorable mentions? Um, no, I did not have any honorable mentions. So Uh, I I did want to say though, I'm a big fan of the simplistic logos that everyone's. Most companies are switching to right now, uh, which is why I have Apple at number one. Is just because I love the simplistic idea behind hmm. it. Um, so, I, Apple's the best simplistic logo out there right now. So I think I, I'm realizing I'm the opposite. I think I like the intricate ones with a, a bunch of different meanings, um, or a bunch of different like subliminal little details to it. But yeah. that's uh, hey, that's what it's all about. Coming together as a community. It's why we make a great podcast <laughs> co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, so honorable mentions. This one was too, I feel like, too basic. But the FedEx logo, I love that they have like the arrow in it. I think that's yeah. kind of cool. I like um, that. I like Amazon's a lot too. Um, yep. That would probably be one of my honorable mentions. Where they put the, the smiley face from A to Z because they have everything between A and Z. Yep. Um, the best logo of all time, but just not what I wanted on my list. The NFL logo. Every time you see it on your TV, you know that you're watching football. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Also, do Um, the Scottsdale fighting artichoke. That I mean, you can't beat that. Oh hell yeah! Is that twice we've uh, mentioned the artichokes on this podcast? Yeah, if they want to sponsor us, that'd be awesome. Uh, We'll (laughs) talk about their online courses they offer. (laughs) Yep. So that okay, that was fun. Logos is that was that was a good time. Yeah, I think that I think the the listeners will like it. Hopefully, I hope they're liking it so far. Um, the responses have been great. Um, I just hope everyone is enjoying all these episodes because it's going to continue for a while. So, uh, oh yeah, hope they keep enjoying. I, it. I I am enjoying it. This is fun every Sunday and Wednesday night to just come on here and talk to the people. It's starting to feel like we're talking to people. Not mm-hmm. just me and you, you know? Yeah. But but also just me and you at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. If you're interested in starting a podcast, my advice is just do it. Yeah, just do it. Honestly, that was one <laughs> of the big things with us is you just got to do it at some point. 
You know, the other thing, though, is, you know, a lot of people are going to be able to do what we do, though, you know? This yeah, especially for everyone. not with We're the production quality that I add to this podcast. Absolutely. You got that right, buddy. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right. Well, that <laughs> well, that's kind of it for me. I don't know if you had anything else. Uh, but we do nope, need to finish with our fun our facts. Random facts. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, um, go ahead. You, you go, go first. You, okay, I'll go first. I started the positive fives, so you go first. All right. One. Shout out to mom. This is a cool little way to end it. Um, it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland. <laughs> to own them in pairs. Uh, because it's considered animal abuse uh, because they're social <laughs> beings and they get lonely. Man, fuck them guinea pigs. Good for bro. Switzerland, dude. They're miles ahead of our government. Oh, Switzerland. I thought you said Sweden. Oh. Yeah, Good Switzerland's a cool place, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have uh, one fact to finish us off. In the summer, the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower is 15 centimeters taller than in winter because heat expands the steel. Wow. 15 you... centimeters, so what's that? Uh, like six inches? Uh, is that how it works? Two and a half, so. carry the one. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly six inches. Two and a half, carry the wow. one. Like you fucking know the math off the top of your head. Wow, so do it on a calculator. Uh, no, I believe you. Yeah, you better. So, yeah, the <laughs> Eiffel Tower and I have something in common. In the summer, hey. we're six inches longer. <laughs> uh, the Fonz. Uh, All right, right, with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, love you guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. Love you.